Welcome to the podcast about two guys who grew up in the 90s listening to grunge and pretty much overlooked everything else. Let us take you on a journey to find the music that we missed out on on Stuck in My Generation. Well, Phipps is excited to see us. That What's makes up, us, buddy? That makes us feel good. Hello, Sean. That's right. We love you, brother. That's right. Kind of. We love you like a brother. Like a brother. You know something, brother? <laughs> we love you. Hey, who are we talking about tonight? We are talking about Joan Jett, Joan who Jett. I consider to be the first lady of punk rock. Okay. That's kind of that's kind of the way I see old Joan Jett. Yeah. As the first lady of punk rock. Real quick, if you're listening, if you're out there, be sure to subscribe, preferably on YouTube. It just makes it easier for us to track who's watching, how long you've been watching. Check out Topic Request Live. Hopefully that starts picking up and being some really good shit with some good topics thrown our way. But thanks for coming. It's been a couple weeks, and we normally would record on Friday night, but uh, we just decided that Saturday night was better this week. It's a crazy week. It's summer. Shit's going on. But here we are talking about Joan Jett. Yep. What is your experience with Joan Jett, Mr. Hicks? Uh, I knew of a few songs. Uh... I love rock and roll. I hate myself for loving you. I really didn't know anything beyond that. But my expectations, this might sound kind of stupid, but I expected Joan Jett to be like the 1969 Camaro of music. The 1969 Camaro of that's not a that's a pretty fun comparison actually. Yeah, just uh just a I don't even know how to describe why I felt hmm. that way. Well, just she a, does kind of look like someone you would be at a stoplight and see pull up in a Camaro and just look at you and nod. Just, a, nod just a really important part of the industry. That's what yeah. I expect. That's what I expected. Yeah. Just a class, not so much classic, but just a just a solid piece of uh, music history. That's and, what I expected. And she has a solid following of uh, actual famous musicians like billy joe armstrong of green day yeah the guys from nirvana Grohl and nova Selleck. the list goes on and on of people that just she has their total undying respect yeah, yeah. and i get it actually yeah because uh, I, I mean i get it because she started what was it late 70s i think it was yeah. with the runaways yeah so you had the runaways and all girl uh, rock slash punk band and Joan Jett was kind of the facilitator as far as the writing and the guitar goes. I think there was a different lead singer was for there the like first a, album. Was Lita Ford in that group? Lita Ford was in that group, yes. Okay. Yeah, Lita Ford was in that group. Uh, Joan Jett, as you'll find out later, uh, a lot of those Runaway songs come into play on her solo albums. But the lead singer of the Runaways, I don't remember exactly when it was, but she leaves, Joan Jett takes over, and a star is basically born. Okay, okay. Uh, like you said, I, I'm kind of with you. My my knowledge on Joan Jettism is I Love Rock and Roll, which we come to find out, little spoiler before we get into the albums, is a cover. I had no idea. I don't. I didn't either, and I can't. What the hell was the name of the band? The uh, starts with an S. The uh, I'm gonna have to look it up. I bet, but I was very surprised when I saw that I love rock and roll was a cover. I've got it in my notes. Luckily, a classic. Damn how did that, how did that make the, you feel? The arrows. The arrows. Yes. The arrows. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. Uh, the reason Phipps don't don't hang me by my neck 
The reason I love Taylor Swift, old Swifty, <laughs> is because she writes all her own songs and does the music. And, you know, there's, I have a lot of respect for artists that write their own music. Sure. Yeah, I do too. You know, I don't As like do the I. pop artists who the song credits are written by 17 fucking yeah. people looking at you, Beyonce. And, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. I don't, I just have a hard time with that. Like, if right. you really are a true artist and you really do make your own music wholly from beginning to end, you need to at least be writing the shit. Like, this yeah. is, this at least needs to be... Oh, he, he, Sean, oh, Phipps puked at the mention of Tay-Tay! <laughs> yeah. Listen, man, my musical palette has gotten broader. Anyways, I, I just... I really enjoy folks that write their own music. Uh, you know, Dixie Chicks played their own... You know, they played instruments and wrote their own music. I have a respect for that, you know? Maybe their music's not the best thing in the world to me, but I have a respect for it. So... The fact that uh, I Love Rock and Roll was not an original and the fact that some of her biggest hits are not originals bothered me a little bit. But at the same time, we've got to remember we're talking about an era in music where covers were huge. Beatles, tons of covers. Rolling Stones, tons of covers. Footnote, by the way. Okay. You'll enjoy this since you're a big Stones fan. Sure. And I'm a lesser Stones fan. Still a fan, but lesser sure. Stones fan. Uh, I was just chilling in the bedroom the other night, watching some music videos. Got some laughs in at Vanilla Ice's Ice Ice Baby. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. You know, there was a, I, I can't remember what I put it on uh, to start out with, but it, it went into a downward spiral uh, from there. <laughs> 90s grunge, 90s. Uh, <laughs> it went into a downward spiral from there. And Sympathy for the Devil by the Stones came on, but it was the what is credited as the music video. And it's like them, I can't even explain it, but it's a music video of Sympathy for the Devil. Uh-huh. And Jagger has on like makeup and lipstick. And like the band is playing very straight faced and letting Jagger have the, the fucking spotlight. Okay. Uh, John Lennon in this video is in the audience jamming. Really? Uh, God, someone else. Uh, very, very. Pete Townsend. Really? Pete Townsend is in the audience just grooving. Look up the Rolling Stones Sympathy for the Devil. Most people have probably already seen it. I never yeah. had the what they consider to be the official music video for it. The best live performance I have ever seen in my life. Really? Okay. And it's all because of Mick Jagger. Okay. I was blown away by Mick Jagger's just like the just the front man aspect and quality of Jagger on that. It, it was a live shoot. They played it live. It wasn't like yeah. a recording. This is before MTV. Sure. So, yeah. you know. Yeah. I'm pretty sure back then it's like, you know, we're going to go shoot a video for your hit single, but it's just going to, it's going to be a live, you know, you got to perform it. Yeah. We're not going to do, we don't have the technology and the fancy, there's no effects. There's no, it's just them playing the song yeah. and recorded for intents and purposes to put on TV. Okay. Amazing. I did not know that that existed. As Amazing. Far, as far as that song, I've seen the video footage of them recording the song in the studio. We are going to watch that shit after this is done hey, because I'm it down is. with that. Yeah. It, Good. It, 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 Mick Jagger totally just earned. He's always had my respect. Right. Sorry, we'll get back to Joan Jett. Yeah. 
But this this is just one of those little pieces of history I am so glad that I didn't miss out on. How the fuck did you go from Vanilla Ice to Sympathy of the Devil? I just let that shit play. <laughs> I just went ice, ice. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> Please allow me to introduce myself. Yeah. Ice. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> if you got a problem, look, I'll solve it. I just let it roll, man. I just let it go. And like there was just crazy shit playing, and I what was enjoying. Screw- I was enjoying a- it so much. Yeah. Don't be afraid to go down a rabbit hole. Start a video oh, and do. let YouTube pick yeah. the rest for you. I do, but what a screwed up algorithm. A fucked up algorithm. Uh, yeah, absolutely. To go from man. that to that. I want to say, what the hell was it? Because I wanted, I don't know. My wife, she was getting ready to come back inside. And I was like, I want her to see this. Yeah. And I ended up showing her the Sympathy for the Devil video because I was like, look at this shit. Look at yeah. Mick Jagger. Absolutely own this fucking stage. That's awesome. Absolutely magical. Anyways, uh, Joan Jett. Joan Jett. She's kind of, to me, she's kind of the first lady of punk rock. Like, there's there's an element of, element of punk to her. There's an element of uh, just rock to her. Really, in my opinion, it seems like she was the you're, you're gonna be all right. I'm gonna be all right. I think that was a scotch. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, I, I just, I have respect for her. I do I too. Didn't, I didn't know much, but we decided to dive in completely on this. And I, uh, I, I will throw this out there. I am totally glad that I did. Yeah. Because I just feel like she needed to be heard and listened to and respected. And all I knew was the hits, and all you knew was the hits. Yeah, apparently. I just knew a handful of them, and it was, it was hard for me to say anything bad about her. Whereas some of the artists that we did not enjoy, I had no right. issues saying that I did not enjoy it, I didn't like it, but it, I struggled with being. I felt like I was being disrespectful. I just, I basically said, this music isn't for me. On some of the tracks, yeah, definitely. Instead of saying, definitely, I've, oh, I've got she those too. Sucks, because I know we did some previous artists where I said this stuff just flat out sucks. Yeah, and we're going to be honest about that because yeah. why would we even do this show if we if we're just going to sugarcoat yeah. the shit out yeah. of everything? So and with her, I thought I don't feel good about saying this stuff sucks. Yeah, therefore, this music really isn't for me. And there were ups and downs. Yeah, there there is some music that. Spoiler, there's some music that wasn't for me, and I know there was some that wasn't for you. Oh, yeah. And then there was some that was like, you know, trailblazing a little bit. Yeah. There, there's trailblazer moments, and I think that's where Joan Jett deserves some of yeah. that respect. But I do have a favorite Joan Jett sound. Me too. Do you? Yeah, okay. I do. I found it. Okay. On this. And it's sexy as hell for mm-hmm. me, the one that I like. And her, yeah. I'm going to skip ahead a little bit, not so much talk about the music. Her album covers, some of her album covers, they stand up to the, oh, today's times. The cover album, Just, the yellow background with oh, her jumping just, with a guitar. It's perfect. It's perfect. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. I it's felt good. the same way. And, and there was just some of her album covers that I just thought were just the album cover for Fetish. Obviously, I'm probably going to like that. But yeah. her, the, the picture of her is her back to the camera with a, yeah. a chain choker on with leather strap. And I'm just like... She's probably 50 years old by the time this is released. And I just think that's, yeah, just be yourself. And, oh, and yeah. I just, I don't think, I feel like she's one of those artists that have always been true to herself. I agree. And I respect that too. Yeah. So without further ado, uh, Joan Jett, 
the first album. And there is something that happens in this discography that hasn't happened for a while, and I'm excited to get there. We'll get there. We'll we get might there. as well just call the fucking podcast We'll Get There <laughs> yeah. and let people decide if it's about, is he getting ready to come? Is he getting <laughs> ready to like this music? Is he getting ready to tell James Ward he's a crazy motherfucker? I don't know. <laughs> Bad Reputation. Bad uh, Reputation. First, first album as a solo artist. Hmm? Uh, title you think? track. What uh, did you think? Overall, you want to go there already? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, overall, I thought... Um, this is the one album I don't have my final thoughts written down. For That's some okay. Reason. But I thought that the album was uh, okay. Yeah. It was mostly a fucking covers album. Yeah. It was It was like the Beatles starting out and the Stones starting out. There, I'm, I'm looking through my notes, and I don't... The song Let Me Go, track number seven, was an original... Uh, an original... A solid original is what I get written down. The fact that I had to point out when a song was an original mm-hmm. kind of bothered me a little bit because I really had to point out that, hey, this one was – this right here, <laughs> yeah. it's an original. Yeah. So many covers, man. Yeah. There's so many 60s covers and so many – uh, there's an Isley Brothers cover on this album. Which one is that? Do you have the notes written down for that? Uh, Isley Brothers cover, Shout. Oh, okay, yeah. Shout, no, no, hands up and shout, no, no. And it, Wooly Bully is on this album. <sighs> I mean, come the fuck on, Joan. Don't Abuse Me, a good original on this album. But, I mean, there's so many covers. Doing All Right with the Boys, a cover. Uh, do You Want to Touch Me, cover. Too Bad on Your Birthday, Cover. You don't own me. Cover. Yeah. You don't know what you've got. I don't know if that was a cover or not, but make believe cover. Most of this album is covers. Now I understand that Joan Jett is trying to I I kind of get it. She's trying to get over the first female of rock and roll. That's not really a hundred percent accurate. There's plenty of females right. in rock and roll, yeah. but but this is the first commercial female of rock and roll as far as like that big name goes like joan jet what a powerful name very powerful yeah i like it i like it too so you you've got you know just that trying to get over with the audience kind of thing and it's like i'm going to take all these songs and i'm going to cover them in my style and i thought she did a really good job on the album of covering these songs in her style, but I didn't know after the album Bad Reputation what Joan Jett was all about besides just rock and roll. Sure. I need to know more. Sure. She can't just be rock and roll. Anybody can just be rock and roll. But what is Joan Jett about? What does Joan Jett have to say? We didn't find out on this album. Yeah, that's a what, good point. What do you? What's your thoughts on this album? Uh, I'll go through the uh, my notes. Uh, Bad reputation. This is a Ramones progression. Oh man, yes. Uh, make believe, and that's a great song too. Yeah, it's a yeah. great fucking it song. Is, it is, especially on Shrek. When they're getting ready to storm the castle, <laughs> and Fiona's got birds. I did fly. not know that. Oh yeah, yeah. It's been. A long time since I've watched that movie. Good shit. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, the song. It was like Shrek the Third, to be fair. Okay. Maybe. I okay. Think. Yeah. We'll have to, I'll have to go back and revisit that. 
Uh, this Shrek's got layers, by the way. Like a <laughs> good. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, the track "Make Believe." I thought this progression is a sped up version of "Only the Lonely" by Roy Orbison. Solid observation there. Uh, and this is an interesting observation. I'm starting to slur a little bit. You'll have to excuse that. Track number three, You Don't Know What You've Got. This intro mimics the 1968 song Crimson and Clover by Tommy James and the Shondells. And that is on her greatest hits album, and that's by on the her, way. That's her, on her next album. It is, and yeah. it happened a couple times. Yeah, but I thought that's that's kind of that sounds just like that song. Track number four, "You Don't Own Me," which is a cover. I thought she sounded sexy. She sounded sexy, and it was a hell of a cover. That was a hell of a cover. Hell of a cover. The soft singing slash spoken Joan Jett is my favorite yeah. Joan Jett sound. Okay, just because in some of her vocals, I think she's overreaching. I like the. Calm. It just sounds more natural to me. Minimal effort. We're kind of opposites there. I like when okay. she gets punk and raspy. I do like that too. But my and I respect that. But at this point, my favorite Joan Jett is the soft. It just it was just sexy to me. I just kind of really liked it. To to be clear, mm-hmm. she is extremely sexy to me. Yeah, yeah. Granted, I don't believe she swings our way. Right. Does she? That's another story altogether. She's she is so comfortable with who she is, and I respect. Oh, I do too. Fucking hell out of it. I do. She too. is strong, dude. Oh yeah, she is strong as she, you tell a fucking rock and roll female to get up there with Dave Grohl and Chris Novoselic and perform a Nirvana song. How good was that? They, she performed. A few Nirvana songs at the uh, enshrining of Nirvana at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. Fucking killed it. She did. Fucking killed it. You know, how many people can do the teen spirit? Not many. Not many. Not to where you're not thinking, I don't like this cover. Right. Covers are a tricky subject, man. Like most covers, the original is always better. Yeah. But every once in a while, Post Malone, I'm looking at you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Honest to God. Post Malone did a bunch of Nirvana covers for a live thing during COVID. How great was that? Fucking, it was it was magic. It, it uh, I it really uh, I had a lot of respect for him after I watched Dude, that. Dude's a true talent, yeah. and and the problem, and I'm guilty of this too, is uh, my friend Kirk Cookson posted a thing the other day that that said, uh, "I hope the next wave of musicians." have that next big sound and that sound is talent and he's kind of right yeah because so many of today's artists are just not that talented yeah but post malone is yeah and joan jett clearly is yeah i mean that she knocked it out of the park so i just i have a lot good to say about joan jett that just doesn't mean that she's like one of my you know i probably won't revisit a lot of this shit right but man the respect i garnered from her, I have a cousin named Garner, by the way, crack from an old podcast, <laughs> yeah. was kind of uh, kind of astronomical in a way. But this first album didn't quite exactly do that for me. But man, I do love the song Bad Reputation. Yeah. To me, that's like, that is just a classic rock jam that only Joan Jett could do in the way that Joan Jett did it. And then I heard Wooly Bully, and I was like, what the fuck are you doing, Man, Joan? Man, I heard the Wooly Bully and the Shout 
tracks the covers. I thought you should not have done this. Yeah, that was a bad direction. I don't know of anybody that could have uh, covered those songs successfully, but it was kind of, uh, I don't know. I, I, I wish she wouldn't have done that. Uh, the track Doing All Right with the Boys, the hey, hey, you, you, what you going to do? I thought, man, that's a good, I thought that's a good. <laughs> it reminds me of Avril Lavigne. Hey, hey, you, you, oh, I don't like your girlfriend. Oh, no, let's go. Think you need a new one. Maybe JJ influenced Avril Probably Lavigne. fucking did. Who knows? But I thought, man, that's kind of cool. I kind of like that a little bit. Overall impression of this album. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, we no, go some. ahead. Final impression of this album. I was just going to comment on a comment. Okay, overall impression. I thought sexy, strong. I want to see what else she's got. Yes. Yeah, it set us up for the next album. Fip said Johnny Cash's Hurt is better than the original, to me anyways. Agreed. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. That is yeah. that is that is where a cover comes in. And I love Nine Inch Nails. I am a I massive Nine Inch Nails sure. fan. Sure. Copy of a copy, by the way. If you haven't listened to Nine Inch Nails for a while, that's a newer song from the past 10 years. One of their best songs. That's a great song Fucking by Johnny Cash. That's, that's a great a, cover. Yeah, it, it, oh, it, my God. Hurt by Nine Inch Nails that gives is, me chills is thinking a about great it. one. But Johnny Cash turned it into... A magic moment. Oh, fuck. And I heard Trent Reznor didn't want Johnny Cash to do it at first. I don't blame him because then, he was going to outshine him. Yeah. Yeah. No shit. I don't blame him. I yeah. mean, Johnny Cash singing a song like that, it worked out beautifully. Fip, Fips, you're 100,000 yeah, fucking man. percent right Good on that. Call. And the video for that song. It's yeah. just all of it tied in together. I mean, yep. just a perfect storm. Yeah. Good shit. Gives me chills. And that's coming from a massive Nine Inch Nails fan. I, yeah. I love, I fucking love yeah. Nine Inch Nails. All of it, even the new shit. I'm, I'm, I love all of it, and you still nailed that. Johnny Cash's version is just—it's timeless. Yeah, it is absolutely timeless. But Cash could do that. Sure, good call. Cash could do that. Great call. Yeah. Uh, next album, I love rock and roll. Uh, What'd you think? I was really excited to get to this because I'm like, this is where we dive into some stuff I know besides Bad Reputation. Uh -huh. I'm kind of surprised Bad Reputation was on the first album, actually. Mm. That's one of her bigger hits. But uh, the, once I found out that was a cover, I went back and listened to The Arrows is the name of the band yeah. that did the first version of I Love Rock and Roll. And I've got to say... The Arrows version of I Love Rock and Roll, which was the original, was better than Joan yeah. Jett's version of I Love Rock and Roll. Yeah. So Joan Jett did a cover that, in my opinion, didn't really pan out like a Johnny Cash cover. So that hurt me a little bit. Welcome Spoke Audio to the live stream. Thank you for watching. Really good dude. Go check out Spoke Audio on YouTube. Good deal. But uh, but yeah, the title track, which is I Love Rock and Roll, it's a classic. It's a damn good one. It's not as good as the original from the Arrows. So I started thinking like, and it's good. I don't want to discredit it. It is good. So again, solid track to open it. Yeah. The song Runaway, an original and a solid original. The next song, Love is Pain, a really solid original. And then song four, nag we jump right back into a cover and i'm like god dang it june like i don't want to hear covers all day yeah i just don't want to do that but it is what it is i guess yeah uh, it's 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 kind of weird with the covers it's uh 
you know, like you stated earlier, it's kind of like the early stones pulling the, the Chuck Berry sounds and the, man, I don't know. It's just like it's almost trying to sell albums versus making albums that are real and honest. That, that might not be a true statement. That's a super true statement in my it's opinion. It's like making, it, it I'm trying to getting, make money. It Well, or get noticed. Like, yeah. I, like I, you know, I'm Joan Jett. And I really need to get to the mainstream. And, yeah. and, and listen, it worked. I yeah. Love Rock and Roll is, is huge. Yeah. Everyone knows that song. Yeah, you're right. 98% of the public thinks that's her song. So, I, I mean, did, it worked. I did. I did, too. I didn't know it wasn't yeah, her song you blew until my, this. you blew my fucking mind before I got to that point. And you said this was a cover. And I was like, what? <laughs> it's crazy. It was no crazy. Idea. But at the same time, jumping into this like we do... And us wanting to really feel that original artist flavor, I was having a hard time with finding it. It was almost kind of heartbreaking that yeah. this song was not an original. Yeah, I agree. So Crimson and Clover, we get to that. That's on her greatest hits, and she did a good job. But the fact remains that it is a cover. Yeah. That's a cover. A uh, victim of circumstance and original. I thought it was a solid rock and roll song with a great guitar riff. I, I enjoyed that one. So far on this album, I'm finding I enjoy her originals more than the previous album. Previous? Yeah. Previous album. Put a T <laughs> on previous. Bits and Pieces, another fucking cover. I had a hard time with it. Yeah. Be, track eight, Be Straight, original. Sounds like I Want Candy. I thought it was a I Want Candy. Sure, yeah. yeah. Do, 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 do. It, there's there's a, a lot of bops and beats on Joan Jett's music yeah. that make you think of other songs. I, I yeah. kind of feel like she, and I mean no disrespect, right? kind of feel like she ripped off a shit ton of rock and roll music in the yeah. early goings of her career. Yeah. I thought the B straight, I have Bo Diddley beat. Just a, just a copy. It's not wrong. Yeah, just a copy. Yeah. I'm sorry for interrupting. You a right copy ahead. of a copy. Yeah. No, you didn't interrupt. This all back and forth, baby. You're too possessive and original. I didn't really have any thoughts on it. Little Drummer Boy, track 10. I what was like, why? Shit. What the fuck are you why doing? Why is that air? You might as well cover Blippies. I'm an excavator. <laughs> you know? What are you doing? You might as well uh, cover Baby Shark. <laughs> yeah. You just happen to release this way before Baby Shark. Is she trying to please all audiences at this point? I, I mean, what she? Why would you put a Christmas song? I don't know. <laughs> oh, my god. I don't know who was managing her at this time or why. Horrible idea. Spoke Audio also says he thought I Love Rock and Roll was her song. It's it, not. Yeah. Everybody that's thinks that. Everybody I didn't, thought. I didn't know until two weeks ago that it was done by the Arrows. Yeah. I, a guy named Glenn Glitter or some shit like that. Sounds like Jenna, <laughs> Jenna Marbles or fucking Jake Paul. I don't. It, uh, yeah. Yeah. I was, I was kind of disappointed to find this shit out. And that's what this shit is about. We're digging in deep we're digging in deep yeah we we had to you know you got a wiki every album if you're going to follow this shit with us wiki those albums find out what this shit's all about i i was i was just a tad bit disappointed i can't lie yeah we didn't do bonus tracks i didn't i hope you didn't. didn't do bonus tracks i looked at the original releases i skipped over the bonus tracks why would you just there's no need my final thoughts on i love rock and roll i thought it was solid but unspectacular it's a good rock album, but it still has too many covers. Mm-hmm. 
Any additional thoughts on I Love Rock and Roll as a whole, as an album? Uh, I thought track number two, I'm going to run away. I thought this is a Keith Richards sound. Love is Pain, which Keith Richards influenced a lot of people. He did, and yeah. there were a lot of people that influenced Keith Richards. I mean, it's all interconnected. Right. It's understandable. Um, Love is Pain. I really like this song, but it seemed to me that she was writing the line with her vocals, staying in key. It was kind of sloppy, in my opinion. I I, I got to add that I think that was just her punk, I don't give a fuck yeah, attitude. Yeah, and it could have been. Yeah. And, and I, I enjoyed that, actually. Okay. This is a little bit of a spoiler, too. Next episode of Stuck in My Generation is going to be Brandy Carlisle. Yeah. Me and Hicks have listened to a few Brandy Carlisle songs thanks to Dave Grohl and his From uh, Cradle to Stage show. Yeah. Me and my wife watched an episode where it was about Brandy Carlisle. This girl is fucking amazing. And one of the things I love most about her is the fact that she doesn't fix the vocals on her tracks when it crackles oh, and shit. I love that. Gives me chills. I know who she is. I feel as if I know who she is. Yes. Yeah. And and I kind of felt this way with Joan Jett on some of these songs where she uh, went out of tune or just went totally fucking punk. I don't give a fuck. I respected it and it made me it made me know who she is. It didn't give me chills. Yeah. Like Brandy Carlisle has so far. Brandy's giving me chills. The song, the story. I can't stop listening. Oh to my that. god. I can't wait to talk about that. I can't either. I can't wait to listen to every album oh and do gosh. that episode. But yeah. I digress. We're on June Jet. Uh, <laughs> I want to listen to Brady Carlisle right fucking now. I'll tell you that. Anyways, yeah, yeah. There, there's there's just a lot going on. It's hard to gather your feelings and thoughts on June Jet. There's just so much. It's like so many covers. She's trying to get huge. She succeeded at getting huge. I don't know how I feel about this. She's kind of punk. Then she does little drummer boy. Yeah. What the fuck is going on? It's just there's a lot to take in. This is a very confusing episode and a very confusing last two weeks for us as listeners. I think so, too. I didn't know who Joan Jett was at this point. Um, Little Drummer Boy, like we said, was a bad idea. Terrible idea. Uh, summertime Blues. The song Nag. I thought, this is Wipeout. But that surf drum beat. I thought, I, I don't like this. Overall impression of this album, I Love Rock and Roll, from 1981. I thought, this is copycat recipes of music that is not as good as the original recipes but it's tough for me to say anything bad about her yeah be, because honestly you have a rock and roll woman doing this shit yeah. and it is th there's there's a there's a level of understanding to it that's like she's making her mark before doing her own thing and i get that and i appreciate that yeah. and at the same time it's hard to swallow sometimes for a invested fan, I guess. It's hard yeah. to invest wholly when you're doing Little Drummer Boy. Yeah. It's hard to completely invest there. Yeah. 
That being said, the Sex Pistols didn't do Little Drummer Boy, did the they? Sex Pistols did not do Little Drummer Boy. Yeah. The Dead Kennedys, they didn't do Little Drummer Boy. Woot woot. Yeah. Woot woot. Uh, yeah. You know, the Misfits, no Little Drummer Boy. Yeah. You know, uh, <laughs> not even Green Day did Little Drummer Boy. And yeah. Green Day will do just about fucking anything. Vanilla Ice didn't do. He might Little have. Drum- he had a hard rock. I bet he considered it. <laughs> he probably yeah. considered it. Oh, Rob yeah. Van Winkle. I bet you Luke Bryan did Little Luke Drummer Bryan Boy. Luke Bryan fucking Definitely did a little drummer boy on a fucking Christmas sh- on a Christmas shake your booty and them Wranglers cover album. Crosses on the pockets. Cross fucking affliction jeans, baby. <laughs> third album entitled album. I instantly fell in love with June Jet because she called her third album album album. Yeah, that's weird. I thought, am I misreading this? I fucking love it. It's it's punk as fuck. Yeah, it's punk as fuck to be like. I'm just going to call my album album, and you can just you just fucking deal with it. Yeah. Just deal with it. Yeah. Yellow background, her jumping with a guitar. Oh, my God. I love that. Iconic. I love it. I don't know how I haven't seen that album cover before, but yeah, just to me, me it's iconic. Yeah, I think so, too. It's good. I that, love that, it. That's, that's uh, the Clash London calling iconic as yeah, far as the and, album and I is. agree, and it's not the early 80s robotic stainless steel bullshit album cover art it's just it's just nice i like it and i think it if somebody released it today it would get my attention absolutely yeah i think what is this shit you want to hear something deflating yeah james says hey y'all i'm saltwater fishing this evening (laughs) catch y'all next week (laughs) fuck you james god dang i just want to bear hug you and make you fucking he talking about eating alligator and shit. He called me the other day. He messaged alligator. me. He's like eating alligator and shit. Well, if eating alligator is more important to hear about Joan Jett than you do you, brother. <laughs> you right. do you. That's right. Let's talk about album. Uh, great title. Album number three. We're getting we're getting into the career here. Fake Friends is, ori- is an original, and I thought it was okay. Handyman is an original. Thought it was uh, solid, and I like the anger out of her on Handyman. Okay. Then we got a goddamn cover. Everyday people. Everyday people. Ah, everyday people. Yeah. Good song. Yeah. Solid cover. But it's a cover. Yeah. When are you going to stop doing this, June? When are you going to stop doing covers? Not not, not for long. Not You're for not going to stop for long. 100 feet away. Okay, original. Secret love. Okay, original. The French song. Original. Good riff. I thought so, too. Good yeah. riff on that. I like that, too. Tossing and turning. Yeah. It's a cover. It's a cover. <laughs> I got the hiccups. <laughs> That's all right. Uh, I saw the song title Coney Island Whitefish. I thought, ooh, what's this going to be? An original song that sounds like fucking 1962. It did not sound good. Nope. Had enough, I thought, this is the Sex Pistols, but not as good. Right. Honestly. It was nothing special but fun. That's my notes. Yeah, I I honestly, I did not like this album. I had zero interest in this album. I have Strike One. Strike One in the Joan Jett discography. Um, Secret Love, an original was okay-ish. Uh, we talked about the next few tracks. Why can't we be happy? I kind of like that for a slow jam. I'll tell you what aggravates me is the 
the track Star Star, that sound, that Chuck Berry, Johnny Be Good yeah. guitar progression. How many times have we said the words Johnny Be Good oh on this my podcast? God. Nobody should do Chuck Berry except for Chuck Berry. Absolutely. Just leave it alone. Just stop it. Spoke stop. Audio, thanks for stopping by. He said he's got to run. It's fine. That's all right. Thanks uh, for stopping by. Thanks for stopping by. But yeah, I, I mean, nobody should do Chuck Berry but Chuck Berry. There's just, there, again, there's so many covers. It's not yeah. that many. Track nine, I love playing with fire, is a runaways cover. At least she's covering her own shit. Yeah. I have no problem with that. I don't either. I mean, granted, I would like an original in its place, but I have no cover. Yeah. I have no problem with the cover. Uh, Coney Island Whitefish, like you said, and, you know, Chuck Berry shit. Yeah. Had enough. It was fun, but nothing special. Mm-hmm. And I, I thought the album overall was decent, but there's nothing that's progressing her past the first two albums here. This is more of the same on album number three called Album. Album. Um, album! <laughs> yeah. There's nothing that's progressing her. So three LPs in, there's just nothing that's really standing out. She's done Bad Reputation. She's done I Love Rock and Roll. I got piss. She's <laughs> Be right back. That's the kind of podcast you're listening to, folks. We got to do what we got to do. But she, album one and two, she found those massive hits that are going to keep her in Rock's public eye for years to come. But there's, there's just, she's not building on top of it. There's not a single song on album three entitled album that is a standout song. There's no hit single. Maybe there's a single or two, but there's no hit single. So what is what is happening? What is going to be Joan Jett's next defining moment? Whatever it is, it's not on album three. So we move to album four, which is glorious results of a misspent youth. Long ass title, glorious results of a misspent youth. Opens up with the track Cherry Bomb, which, yes, is a cover. It's a cover. But it's a Runaways cover with Joan Jett singing Cherry Bomb instead of the singer of the Runaways. Her name was something Cherry or Cherry something. Oh, okay. I can't remember. But Joan Jett's version, in my opinion, is better. Yeah. It's good. But like I said, we... On this fourth album, we're looking for a new moment. We're looking for the next Bad Reputation. We're looking for the next I Love Rock and Roll. We're looking for the next Joan Jett moment. Sure. So Cherry Bomb opens up the album. It's a classic. It was written by Jett, so it's hard to really hate on this one because it's her song anyways. It's a good song. She did a good job on it. Yeah. Still looking for that moment, though. I Love You, uh, Love Me More. I thought it was a solid jam. It's another cover. <laughs> Is it really? Yes. Okay. I thought this song, Doing It All For My Baby by Huey Lewis and the News. <laughs> yeah. I thought that's what this sounds like. New York, New York. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go to Joan and Jetter all the way to L.A. <laughs> oh. I Frustrated, track three, solid jam. The song... Uh, hold me track four i just put kill me this is the first kill me comment i got i have awful that's my classic thing if i hate a song is kill me and i wanted to be killed during hold me a long time i love her voice on this one so punk 
good song. This is the first song I put five stars by. Okay. The song Long Time, I felt punk vibes. I was digging it. Okay. Digging the fuck out of it. This, to me, was an underground hit for me. Okay. Uh, track six, talking about my baby. That's a terrible title, and I'm not surprised that I got that it's just okay. Yeah. I need someone. Track seven. Yeah. Yeah. Eight, love like mine. This is okay. I like the choppiness. Uh, New Orleans was track oh, nine. <laughs> Sorry, dude. You're good. Uh, it's a cover. I'm sick of covers. Sick of covers. Someday, this is a damn good jam. I got four stars by this one. Uh, Push and Stump, which was track 11. I like that one. I got no answers. It's okay for a slow one. And my final thoughts on glorious results of a misspent youth. This was actually my favorite album so far. I really dug this album. I thought there were some solid jams. I'm not going back to it. Uh, but as far as originals go and her coming out of her shell and actually showing what she can do as a punk artist, I thought that Glorious Results of a Misspent Youth was kind of a step in the right direction for Joan Jett. Now I'm going to let you, Mr. Piss and Hicks, <laughs> go through uh, and, and just tell me what you thought of this album and what you thought of the songs and did you feel the same way I thought about it? I, I, I It became my favorite <sighs> thus far okay. in this journey. Okay. Not that I loved the album because I didn't love it. I just thought out of the first four, if you remove Bad Reputation and I Love Rock and Roll, this was the most solid album I have heard so far as far as songs that I like being more than just two or three. Okay. It was like four or five on this one. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, this was strike two for me. I had zero interest in this album. Nothing really uh, grabbed me. Did not enjoy it very much. So I was, uh, the respect was still there. But I was still trying to figure out who Joan Jett really was. And I was ready to move on to the next album. So which, no songs, no. no tracks that stood out to you. No. Nothing like that. Nope. Didn't get anything from it. We may have a hard time with the next one. Good Music is album number five. <sighs> By this point, I thought um, she hasn't blown me away. She She's gained my respect as a rock and roll and and kind of a punk artist. Yeah. Because I think she does a good job. Yeah. But it's not anything that sticks with me. But she's done a good job through four albums of being that torch carrier for women in rock and roll and punk. Like, she's clearly better at it than anyone before her. Yeah, that makes sense. In my opinion. That makes sense. Yeah, I don't know who I'd compare her to. Right. But as far as for me, nothing has happened for me yet. Yeah. Nothing has happened that I'm like, this is my shit. Yeah. It hasn't happened yet. Yeah. So album five, good music. The song Good Music, I got blah. Yeah. This means war? Blah. Roadrunner, better than the last two, but blah. Track four, if you want my love, dumb spelling, dumb song. Love is yeah. spelled L-U-V, pissed me off. Yeah. Fun, fun, fun. Beach Boys cover. Fuck off. Should not have done that. Quit doing this shit. Little Drummer Boy and Beach Boys covers? No. Yeah. Uh, Black Leather was the first song that I thought, it's okay. It's rock. It's it's just okay. Track 7, Outlaw. Eh. 
Just Lust. This sounds like so many songs that she's already done. You Got Me Floating. It's a Hendrix cover. Not a good one. That's a Hendrix cover. That's a Hendrix cover. I did not know that. You Got Me Floating. Okay. Hendrix cover. Not done well. Not even close to Hendrix. Okay. Just not good. Yeah. This was a very lazy album. Track yeah, 10, Contact, a- eh. This was a step back. I didn't like this album called Good Music. I didn't like it a single bit. I thought it was a very clear step back. And I I was just I was honestly just very, 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 very disappointed that there was no growth here. I didn't think there was any growth here whatsoever. And I started getting a little down on June Jet after this one. I was like, you have got to bring me more than bad reputation. And I love rock and roll. There's got to be more mm-hmm. to you as an artist. Even though you do good at this stuff, you're doing great with the rock and roll covers. Mm-hmm. You're doing okay with the rock and roll originals. But there's nothing here that screams, I am original. Yeah. Just, we haven't got there. Yeah, and that's a very good point. You said lazy. It seemed, it, it just seemed, felt it, lazy. It seemed lazy. It seemed... Uh, Certainly, she couldn't have been tired at this point. I mean, she's had a you little bit of. Think, yeah. There's uh, there's a two year break between the last. I don't know what her touring was like. Um, good music. I have this. Sounds like honky tonk women, kind of a lick. Fun, fun, fun. Should not have done the the track black leather where she kind of rapped a little bit. Oh my god, this sounds like Run DMC rock box. Got a fun comment. Uh, Brittany Merritt, a good friend of mine that I worked with at my past job, uh-huh. she said, fun fact, I have a jet plane tattooed on my shoulder blade as a tribute to her, one of my musical influences. No shit. That's really cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Because honestly, even though it sounds like we're talking some shit right now. The respect's still there. The respect is still there. We're just looking for the originality, and we're looking for the growth, and we're looking for what Joan Jett's going to do next, and on good music, she hadn't done it yet. Yeah. uh, Still, at this point, I don't know who she is. Right. she's She's kind of a copy, but... In a good way. It's kind of American Idol-like. Like, she's going out there, and she's knocking a lot of these songs out of the park, but it's not her stuff. Yeah. Or if it is her stuff, it's not quite up to par with the best music acts of that time. Yeah. So I'm still waiting. Next yeah. album. Album six, Up Your Alley. What'd you think? I Hate Myself for Loving You. Here we go. Yeah. We've got an original. We've got a classic. It's a good damn song. At least we're getting a staple entry from Joan Jett. That's a good song. It's a very good song. Yeah. So and it's the opener. And it's what we need after five albums wondering where that next I Love Rock and Roll or Bad Reputation is. She gives it to us. Yeah. Right off the rip, we get a song. That will stand the test of time. I hate myself. That's a good song. Yeah, it and is. It's, it's it's you. Anyone who doesn't recognize that, sure, doesn't like rock and roll. Sure, because that is a rock and roll classic, and it was done in the eighties. Instant respect because the eighties. Oh suck yeah, ass. 
Yeah, I mean, look what the like the police were doing in the eighties. You know, it's kind of meh to me, kind yeah. of mediocre stuff. I hate myself for loving you, man. This is a jam. It I is love a jam. it. I love it. Yeah, this this it, Phipps commented and said next level, as they say. We finally may have got to the next level. It's yeah. kind of similar to the same level as the past two massive all-time singles, but at least we got there. Yeah. So I was very happy to hear this track on album six. I'm like, okay. So she did pump out an original that was a massive hit. Yes. Deep into her career. Six albums, that's deep into your career. I mean, even if you release an album a year, you're still on year six. Yeah. That's a long time to be making music. Sure, sure. I was happy with this. Uh, Riding with James Dean, next track. I thought it was okay. It, was, it wasn't bad. I wasn't disappointed yet. Little Liar, track three, full on 80s time. 18 and live, 18 and live skid row. The yeah. first 15 seconds yep. of this song. And you told me that, and I was like, fucking nailed that. Hicks nailed that just now. Yeah, it just hit me. Yeah, 18 and live skid row. I don't know who came first. I don't give a shit who came first because right. I don't like either one of them. Right, exactly. But what do you think about uh, I Want to Be Your Dog, the Stooges cover? I actually loved it. I did too. I actually loved it. Uh, this it, is probably my favorite cover that Jim Jed did. Mine too. Mine yeah. too. But I, I have Stooges cover. I love this song, so I... I yeah. kind of love this. Yeah, hearing a hearing a woman's voice yes. doing this same song. Yeah, and and she's got anger built up in yeah. her, and yeah. and probably mostly because of her just identity and who she is, and the fact that growing up in the seventies and eighties, and and uh, you know being gay at that time is probably hard as fuck. Yeah, harder than anything these kids now know, honestly. Yeah, so she's probably really you know. Yeah, there, there's just some angst there, and she and let it out on yeah. "I Want to Be Your Dog," and I, I like felt that. it. Yeah, yeah, felt it, and yeah. I and I was just like, you know, she's pouring it out on this one. It's a cover, yes, but this must be a cover that's close to her heart. Yeah, you know, it, I liked it a lot. Yeah, sadly, before that song was Tulane, a Chuck Berry cover. <sighs> Fucking quit doing that shit. Just stop. There's only one Chuck Berry, and his name yeah. is Chuck Berry. Yeah, don't. <laughs> Tried to do what he has mastered. And he puts cameras up in the ladies' restrooms of his restaurants that he owns. Who does? Chuck fucking Barry did. Got what busted the for fuck? that. When? Put cameras up in the when? fucking, like, uh, during this time. No shit. Had a restaurant. They with, had cameras back then? So I have read. <laughs> Was it Logitech? <laughs> so I have read. I wasn't there to witness the cameras that were installed. Holy shit, but Chuck. But he was watching girls poo-pooing in his restaurant in the stalls. Johnny be real bad. Oh, yeah. Chuck. Yeah. What the fuck, Chuck? But anyways, <laughs> that's a different story. That might be a TRL discussion. That might be a TRL discussion, yeah. Uh, I have the You Want In, I Want Out. Res- 80s. Resembles the song there's a song oh, I don't yeah. know what that is. That's it. I don't know what song that is. I don't either. I was like, who can who can I call that would say? You know what's this song? This is like millionaire. We need to phone a friend and find out what that was. Name the song in three notes. Yeah, there was a lot of that shit in this music. There was a lot of stuff that you could probably somebody that's a 
pure music scholar that could go back and be like, oh, I know that jam. I know that riff. I know that beat. I know that little ditty right there. It, that That's this these guys from this time era. Yeah. There's just, I feel like there's a lot of. There's a uh, lot of that. There's a shit ton of it. Speaking of that, track number eight, just like in the movies, motherfucking scat. I can't talk. Cat scratch fever. Oh, shit. I didn't cat, catch that. Oh, I did. I thought, man, this sounds like cat scratch fever. And cat scratch fever was definitely released by then, I believe, too. Oh, yeah. I think so, too. Yeah. Uh, I still dream about you. I thought it was okay, but it's not that good. Yeah. Uh, you said just one in, just one out. I thought that was like 80s creeping in. Mm-hmm. Just like in the movies. Eh. Desire. Eh. Back it up. Yeah. Mm. Play that song again. Nope. This album fell flat as fuck after mm-hmm. I Want to Be Your Dog. Yeah. This album was okay for me. I kind of like that. Play that song again. That soft voice. I kind of like that. She is good at that. It just, uh, I kind of enjoyed that, but uh, back in 1988, I would be disappointed if I paid $7.98 for this album. I right. got my money back. There was only two covers on this one. So, I mean, there's a there's a silver <laughs> yeah. lining. There's maybe only we're, two covers. Maybe we're heading in the right direction. Might we're going to be... be, uh, might be well, we are, actually, because Notorious, the first album to hit in the 90s, Zero covers. <laughs> Not a single one. Granted, there was a album in between Notorious and Up Your Alley called The Hit List. Mm-hmm. Nothing but covers. Nothing but covers. We did not touch on this one a whole lot. I just have, uh, I'm going to highlight some stuff here. Never mind. It's all covers. I don't give a fuck. So yeah. I, I, just, I, didn't, I just didn't care. I didn't want to hear covers. I've been hearing covers over the last six June Jet albums, so I kind of Glazed over this one. I heard nothing of relevance, and I moved on to Notorious, the first album of hers in the 90s. I kind of went through the hit list. Uh, man, she lost me at the Sex Pistols, which I'm a huge fan of the Sex Pistols. Pretty Vacant, which I love that song. They threw in a sax in this cover. Can't do that. No, you can't do that shit. I, I did not like that. Can't do it. Uh, the song Tush, ZZ Top, which I'm a fan of the early, early, early ZZ Top, not the Eliminator 80s ZZ Top. Do you know that Billy Gibbons, uh, his band 13th, no, it's not the 13th floor elevators. That was Rocky Derrickson. Billy Gibbons' band was the Moving Sidewalks who opened up for the Jimi Hendrix Experience. Billy Gibbons was Jimi Hendrix's favorite guitar player. No shit. During that time. That's how good Billy Gibbons was back in that time. Not Before the, the 80s Not hit. the 80s shit. So 80s I, ruined everything. 80s ruined everything. I don't know if it was Billy the, Idol was it used the, to be a punk. Was it the Coke? I don't fucking know. I, I, think, it was the, I think it was the synths, to it be may honest. Have been. And it was re- synthesizers. That reverb on the drums? Yep. Who puts reverb on the drums? Fucking 80s, dude. But anyways, I'm a fan of that early ZZ Top stuff. Me too. So, But other than that, I don't know what my point is. Uh, time has come today. Oh, my God. I love this original song so much. What a powerful song. What's, what, what's, what's that off of? Time has come today off of the hits list. I oh, don't the know, hit list. Okay. I don't know who the original artist was. It's uh, what a powerful song. She did not do this song much justice, I don't think. Uh, have you seen the rain? CCR. This was back. I want to know. Yeah. 
You sound like you're singing that underwater. Yeah. <laughs> That's beer for you. <laughs> That's beer for you. Uh, love me two times. Nobody should do the doors except for the doors. Just right. leave that alone. Don't They didn't it. do many albums to begin with. Just let them keep yeah, them. Yeah, just let them keep it. Roadrunner USA, instead of going one, two, three, four, da 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 it was one, two, three, four, five, six, da 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 I thought, what are you counting to six for? Is it the Coke? What is it? Do you need help? What is it? I've never heard of a band count to six. There yeah. you go, folks. If you count six, you're fucking coked up. <laughs> I didn't get it. Why are you no, count to six? You're right. No band counts to six. Yeah. It's not some... One, two, two three, four, five, six. Da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> yeah, it was just... I didn't Coke <laughs> is great. Coke makes me feel great. Anyways. I didn't get it. So that album, I was just, I'm just glad to get it behind me. Never revisit that again. Feeling you. Next album, I believe, is Notorious. Notorious. I said Notorious. Notorious. It feels new. It's 90s. Feels new. We got uh, grunge creeping in at this time, which Mm -hmm. is what inspired this podcast. You know, I listened to some grunge this week real quick. What'd you listen to? I listened to Alice in Chains Dirt. I listened to Nirvana's In Utero, which I think is a punk as fuck album. Nice. Me and and, uh, Phipps have had an argument about that. He thinks that Bleach is their best album. I think In Utero is the best. I love them both. Uh, but, but, you know, I, I kind of went on a tiny little grunge tangent there for just a minute mm-hmm. in between this and Brandy Carlisle. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I was very interested in Joan Jett's 90s stuff because Joan Jett started out doing covers yeah. and a couple made a couple big hits off of one cover, one original and I thought the 90s are going to influence the, – the thing about the punk and rock sound is if you stay true to it, yeah, you're going to adapt. David Bowie adapted. Sure. Uh, there's other bands that adapted. But, but, I mean, here's where Joan Jett impressed me. She adapted. The 80s stuff wasn't pure 80s. It wasn't synth. It wasn't – Poppy, it, they didn't go the way of Queen with Hot Space. June yeah. Jet stayed true to herself. I didn't love the music, yeah, but at least she stayed true to herself and she stayed rock and roll, yeah, with a with a hint, a little a little pinch of punk, yeah. She kept doing her thing, so I thought the '90s are coming. The '90s get a little heavier. What Nirvana and what Allison Chains and Soundgarden and Pearl Jam did, they. They took the heavy from the past, mm-hmm. and they added a little bit of a punk sprinkling. Yeah. And they flipped 80s Motley Crue and shit on their backs. Thank God. Thank God. And they they brought a little more heaviness to it, which also resulted in Pantera, you know, and, and shit like that. So yeah. there's just a lot of things that, even if you're not a grunge fan— it started bringing back a little bit of the stoner rock and the heavy. Mm-hmm. Joan Jett, I had a good feeling she was going to stay on the right path. May not blow us away still, but she's going to stay on her rock and roll path. She's not going to become Duran Duran. Right. She's not going to c- become Vanilla Ice. She's not going to go the way of Ace of Bass. She's not going to see that sign. <laughs> she's going to keep going her own direction. Yeah. She will go. Her own way. What was Ace of Base? 
something about a baby. Is there something about a baby? Open up. Yeah, I think there's something like that too. <laughs> yeah, I, we'll have to. <laughs> sorry, I'm next sorry. episode, Ace of Base. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. uh, 90s, 90s time. Backlash opening track, 90s yeah. sound right out of the gate. She adapted it. It wasn't drastic, but she adapted a little, mm-hmm. and it was okay. Yeah. Ashes in the wind. I just got nope. No thanks. I'm good. Mm-hmm. The only good thing I thought it, I, I thought it sounded. I just sound like Mike Tyson. It sounded <laughs> like her other thongs. Somebody give me some pigeons. Somebody give me some mushrooms and <laughs> pigeons. I love that fucker. I do too. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like her other songs. So much like her other songs, but it was solid. Lie to me and don't surrender. Track five. I love her voice and it's okay. Yeah. The song Machismo is terrible. <sighs> terrible. Terrible, this, terrible. This song made me mad. It pissed me off, too. It was terrible. This song resembled the first 20 seconds of this reminded of Obladi by the Beatles. The bass yeah. line. Yeah. Just a sped up. You're I right. Thought, Man, I just... Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. No, you're right. Uh, you nailed that, actually. Track seven, goodbye. No thanks. Track eight, tread and water. It's okay-ish. Track nine, I want you groovy, kinda. I was digging that one. The more, the more that the song "I Want You" moved on, I thought this is this is the uh, creme de la creme on this album. Track ten, wait for me. I thought it was just okay. My final thoughts on Notorious were listenable. Mm-hmm. Uh, I loved "I Want You." I decided that she adapted to the '90s well, and I may listen to it again, but it's not a guarantee. That I will listen to this again. But she did not go completely south. Like this was an adaptation to the 90s. And if there's one thing I've learned about Joan Jett. Is she's able to adapt. I'm sure when she started mm-hmm. playing a guitar in her bedroom. She wasn't playing Runaways like shit. She was probably playing something a little softer and a little more odd. There were times that I wondered. I didn't do much research. I should have. But I thought, did she get a different band? Or did the band just they adapted. adapted? I think they adapted. And I like that. I, I like that, too. Like, I, yeah. you know, I like... That David Bowie, I like the whole reinventation. Yeah. Like, David Bowie reinvented himself multiple times. Well, that's, look, what, that's what the greats did. That's what I the mean, look at the did. Beatles. Yeah. Look at how yeah. they changed. You have to change. You have to. You got to keep up. Chuck Berry didn't change. No, he didn't need to. He because didn't nobody need else, to. Nobody, nobody <laughs> built on what he'd done yet. Yeah. But tell, tell me your thoughts about track by track on this album and what you thought about it while I take a big Joan Jet size pissed outside. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I thought the uh, backlash, I thought this is kind of a Stones progression. Ashes in the wind, I didn't like. Uh, man, I just really didn't care too much for this album. I honestly had zero interest in this album. But I was ready. The respect was still there. I am still a fan of Joan Jett. Uh, and just like Jeremy said, you know, she kind of, she's adapted. And uh, some artists really don't adapt. They kept, they, they keep doing their own thing and they kind of fizzle out. But Joan Jett changed and I respect that. Um, like I said, the song, I don't even know how to pronounce that shit, but it resembled the Beatles a whole lot to me. 
Uh, track number seven, Goodbye, Did Nothing For Me, Treading Water, Nothing, I Want You, Nothing. Track number 10, Wait For Me, this album was just a snoozer for me. But I have some great news, Mr. Barker. Great news. The next album, Pure and Simple from 1994. Oh, my God, there's a hidden gem on this album. Oh, I'm excited to hear that. Oh, it blew my mind. I am excited to hear that. So Pure and Simple, this is album number eight. I'm excited to see what this hidden gem was. I might have one, too. I haven't went over the notes, and I've had quite a few yingling black and tan, so it's hard to tell what the fuck I'm thinking at this point. Go home. Guitar riff is fun, but that's about it. Yeah. That's not your hidden gem, I assume. No, it's not. Track two, Eye to Eye. I thought, mm, eh, whatever. Yeah, same. Three, Spinster, I thought was solid. Yeah. Solid. Yeah. Four, Tortured. No thanks. No thank you. Five, Rubber and Glue. Holy shit. Holy shit. Oh my God, this song. This is the first song that I had no idea what direction this song was going. It was unpredictable. Punk. It was punk. This is my favorite Joan Jett song up to this point. It might be up there with mine, too. Which my first comment was, is this about shoes? Rubber and glue. <laughs> I was like, is this about shoes? <laughs> yeah. But then I was like, oh, this is punk as fuck, and I love it. And I It makes me it. love her. Me too. Yeah. I thought this is what I have been waiting for. This is what I've been looking for. I love this shit. Love it, love it, love it. I it was, was so good. Happy. I was so happy. I would go back and listen to this song today, and I would enjoy it just as much. It was a good song, definitely. And this was the moment in the album where I thought, there you go, Jim. And I even threw you a little message offline during this review. I was like, oh, my God, Jeremy, I found this song, and you were like, it's rubber and glue. I'm like, mm, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'm going to hold out until the But episode. you called it. Yeah, you called it. So. It was a good one, man. It was uh, it was an original. It was a. It was just. I it, tell was, you what. It was if, full of emotion. If nobody really knows Joan Jett, go straight to this song. It's coming for me. Go straight to this song. Bypass a whole lot of other stuff and listen to this song. And I hope that people enjoy it. I, yeah, we I did, agree. I did the dirty work by going through a lot of stuff that I did not enjoy. Go to this song. Go to Rubber and Glue. Recommend this should be it. on her Greatest Hits album. Oh, my God. Loved it. As a, as I Am, no thanks. Yeah. Big, big letdown after Rubber and Glue. Activity Girl, spelled G-R-R-L. This is just okay. I hate yeah. the spelling again. Insecure. It's obvious that Joan digs punk, and I like it. Yeah, yeah. Insecure was a solid jam. Wondering, eh. Track 10 consumed, eh. You got a problem? Just okay-ish. Brighter day. June and Slow Don't Mix. Okay. I, I have uh, Brighter Day. I heard a little bit of Queen. I thought this sounds like a little bit mm. of Queen. Uh, to step backwards a little bit, you got a problem. The song Who Do You Love? I don't know. It kind of has a Bo Diddley beat. I don't know who originally did that. But I thought she sounds a little bit mad. I kind of like this. But as far as the, the the rubber and glue, that's where it's at. That's Rub, my rubber and glue gym. is where it's at. Other than that, I just uh, I love that song. Did not love this album. Yeah, yeah, I didn't like it either. And final thoughts: I did have hidden gem, and it was rubber and glue. Good. So we're on the same page there. Good. Uh, I enjoyed it for the most part because she got edgier and heavier, but it doesn't mean it was a completely good album. Yeah. Yep. I totally agree. Right. 
to, to round out the rest of the the songs on that never mind i'm looking at the next album so just fuck what i'm saying <laughs> i thought that the, the the last album it was punkish enough and i felt like it might have been like because of rubber and glue and because of insecure i thought it might have been a little bit green day inspired okay yeah that makes sense like i kind of feel like dookie might have had a role in this album what a great album fucking great album Love yeah it. and green day haters you know you, you gotta admit that green day put pop punk back on the map after bands like the descendants and bad religion tailed off a little bit yeah. green day brought it all back in the 90s i credit green day completely with the uh 90s punk pop surge yeah where you heard you know some 41 and all these punk pop bands coming out of the woodwork like yellow card and you know not that they were good but like there was a surge in pop punk in the 90s and green day started it whether you want to admit it or not Green Day started that shit. So I think yeah, June I Jet uh, kind of banked off of that with a few songs here mm-hmm. and formed her 90s sound a little bit around what Green Day was doing. Yeah. And Green Day and June Jet have done collaborations. So really? I, That's yeah. interesting. I did not know that. Right. So I, I feel like maybe not so much collaborations, but I think they're fans of each other. I, I okay. swear they've done something together. That's cool. Uh, but Green Day definitely loves Joan Jett. Cool. 100%, 100% they they love Joan yeah. Jett. I think Joan Jett likes Green Day. So yeah. Next album, this is where shit gets a little complicated. You've got an album that was released in Japan only mm-hmm. called Naked. Yeah. I had a hard-ass time finding this because it wasn't on YouTube Music. It wasn't on Spotify. It wasn't on Amazon Music. It was not on Apple Music. Not on Apple Music, says Hicks. So I'm like, what is up with this Naked album? I decided to go ahead and push forward, find it on YouTube, listen to it track by track on YouTube in a playlist. Turns out that the album Naked, most of that album was on her U.S. release called Sinner. So Mm -hmm. for the sake of knowing, what we're talking about next is Naked and Sinner kind of combined. And I have, uh, if my notes are correct, she took a 10-year break. Between Pure and Simple from 1994 to Naked in 2004. That that would be correct then. That's a 10-year break. Because that is yeah. the next uh, album there. So She deserved a break. She deserved a break. This yeah. is a hardworking yeah. you know, rock musician. I mean, she's done a lot so far. She's already made her mark on the industry. Everyone knows who Joan Jett is at this time. What I find disappointing is the fact that I never heard anything about Joan Jett in the early 2000s. Yeah, yeah. And the reason I say that is because some of my favorite shit came in the 2000s. So Naked slash Sinner, most of the songs on Naked are on Sinner. So I'm going to talk about these two albums as one album. The track Naked is very punkish, Yeah, which I instantly like. Uh, Bad Time, I like the riff. Yeah. It sounded familiar, but I like the song. Fetish, the song Fetish. I like this. I'm turning red. This is <laughs> this is the shit I was screenshotting and sending yeah, you yeah. of her saying, Oh God, I, I, I need to find I need to find the lyrics to the song Fetish real quick. I so, wanna f- she said, I wanna fuck your face. Yeah, she <laughs> You know what, man? I didn't believe it. It, it. it was. Here's the lyrics to Fetish. 
Oh, look good in latex. Get off having rough sex. Surprise, round and round the bed. Restrained while I find your head. You are my fetish. Gaze down. It's time to be my dog. I'll push to get you in that fog. You are my fetish. Pain turns to pleasure fast. Relax while I pound your ass. <laughs> cool cat, cool cat. Come on, I'll give you some. Oh, yeah. Gonna. I'm gonna watch you come. Fetish. A <sighs> lot of heavy sexual lyricism here. And like I said, Joan's pushing pushing 50 at this time. Yeah. And she's like, I don't give a fuck how old I am. Yeah. I'm gonna make you... <laughs> We'll make you do some sexual shit. And I saw this and I was like, I know that a lot of uh, a lot of folks don't want to hear this kind of stuff. Oh, I don't language. have anything against that. Nor do I. To me, the individuality is shining through here. She just, here's what I love about Joan Jett to at this point. She doesn't care what you think. Yeah. yeah. She's going to say what she wants to say. She's going to be as filthy as she wants to be because she's an artist. She has something to say, and this is very relative to who she is. And I just, I respect it, you know? ACDC and a lot of Led Zeppelin, there were sexual songs. It just wasn't so blunt. Joan Jett's <sighs> simply being blunt here. Yeah, I, man, this falls back. I don't believe it. This song, I didn't believe. You know, I, I think she's probably a very sexual person. Oh, she, she pushed the narrative here. She wanted to be edgy. Yeah, but it's just not, I, I don't believe it. You know, when I hear a Dead Kennedys track, I think they don't give a fuck. Right. When I hear this song, I think, man, I just don't know if I believe it or not. Just because of the background, the the Chuck Berry, I'm trying to please everybody. I'm going to throw a Christmas track on this album. I'm going to do some Chuck Berry. I'm going to do some Beach Boys. I'm going to do some Bo Diddley. I'm going to do some Ramones. I'm going to do some Sex Pistols. I'm going to please this group and show them I'm a, you know I'm going to try to be a little bit edgy and I'm going to be some do some sexy shit. That's just, very possible, but I want to give her the credit of maybe management was pointing her in that other direction pre this album. Yeah, and I probably don't know enough to have a correct opinion. Nor do I. Yeah. Nor do I. And this might have been Joan Jett the entire time. Might have been. I don't know who Joan Jett is, just because it's all over the place. It is confusing. It's very confusing. You brought that up offline, and that was a very good point. But we know she rocks. She yeah. Knows, we know she's a rocker, so we give, her, yeah. we give her that credit, but we still don't completely know exactly what Joan Jett is about because we have so many different aspects yeah. of her career. We have copying. We have... You know, maybe you know, and unintended plagiarism. We have a lot of things going on. Yeah, and you know, when you and I sit back and we go through uh, these discographies, we're listening to somebody's life. Typically, but I don't know if we are here. Well, exactly. But we're, we're watching them sometimes grow and sometimes not grow, but... <laughs> 
I don't even know what my point is. I don't know. It's tough. The yeah. point. The point is, it's tough to know exactly. I, I look at which Joan we're hearing. Some things I've done in my life that I'm not proud of, and I think, you know, if somebody was listening to the soundtrack of my life, they would say, "Oh, he's a dumbass." <laughs> but I'm going to make up for it over here, and that's right. what I'm doing right here. I'm listening to Joan Jett's life, kinda. Maybe. Maybe. We're not convinced. But I'm not convinced. I don't know, man. I just. <laughs> I wish that I don't want to say she had the wrong guidance. I don't want to say I just I think it's possible. I wish she would have just let the fuck go. You know, Johnny Cash hurt. You know, I felt the hurt in his voice. Right. I I just felt it, man. So most of the Joan Jett stuff. That's a good point. Because I never, you know, we we talked about not to give too much away, but the few Brandy Carlisle songs we've heard. <sighs> One of the biggest things in music to me is the chill factor. Yeah. Does a song or does an artist give you the chills more than once? Because sometimes a band will hit you once and give you the chills. Yeah. Joan Jett never gave me the chills. Exactly. So I'm not 100% sure that I felt everything that she was let me tell you though brandy carlisle <sighs> she gave me the chills because i felt like she was pouring her soul out in the song the story yeah we'll get there in a couple weeks but there's certain artists that give me chills yeah joan jett i respect because she's very good at what she's doing yeah but i think i think it is a I think it's talent. Do you think she's trying to play it safe? I she, yes. Yeah. Yes. Joan Jett one is playing it safe. Two is getting where she wants to go off of her talent. She's a hell of a she's a hell of a singer when it comes to rock and punk. Yeah. She can do it. Like Scott Weiland of the Stone Temple sure. Pilots. Sure could sing and do just about anything. Yeah. But that motherfucker never once gave me chills. Yeah. I never once believed that Scott Weiland was pouring his heart out. Yeah, me. that's a good point. Yeah. He was taking Pearl Jam and Soundgarden and Nirvana, and he was like, I can do that. He's riding the wave. Riding the wave. Yeah. Joan Jett, rock hits, and I feel like Joan Jett's like, yeah, I'm a female, but I can do that. She's right. She yeah. can do that, and she did do that, and I respect the fuck out of her, and I think she belongs in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yes. But at the same time, she's not legendary. Yeah. To me. Yeah. There, there's, there's nothing that Joan Jett did that connected with me on a personal level. Right. Joan Jett did, for me, what I want some of these shitty artists from the later 2000s to do to me, and that's at least... Take your talent and show it. Yeah. Joan Jett took her talent. She showed it. I respect her, but she didn't connect with me. Yeah, that's a good point. I never had a connection yeah. throughout this experience. Yeah, yeah. She never hit me, and I thought, my God, I feel for her. Yeah. It didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. I heard her, and I thought, this fucking girl can sing. Yeah. She can, she can fucking jam a rock song on guitar, and she can sing, and I believe that she has a place in rock, and she deserves it. Yeah. That yeah. doesn't mean that she touched my heart. Do you Have we reviewed any other artists that you felt the same way about? 
as Joan Jett? Yeah. I mean, just as the respect is there, it seems like either we're, we like them or we don't like them. I don't recall of a review that we did where the respect is there, but not so much the connection is there. I don't know. I'm going to look. Uh, I guarantee there's one. Okay. Uh, I, I'm going to say right now that the Beatles... There, there are songs that gave me chills. Let's look. The yeah. Clash, no chills for but, me. But what I'm saying is you're not so much, you're more of a fan. You have more respect for the artist and not so much respect for the, I don't want to say respect for the music. Individual? Yeah. It's just like you recognize the role that they had, the link in the chain, but the music it's just, uh, it's just not there. It's just not grabbing you. Maybe mass manufactured kind of. Yeah, shit. it's not like I don't want to say it's like the pop country bullshit right. where it's. Listen, she's good at it. Yeah, you, you can't take that away from her. Man, but I tell you what, if I heard, if I went to a concert, and I heard Joan Jett, it'd be a good time in an arena. Right, come out and sing. I hate myself for loving you. It's going to be some good shit. Yeah, I'm going to have fun. Yeah. But am I going to stand there in awe? No. Yeah. I'm not going to stand there in awe. I'm not going to be mesmerized by the artistry that I'm hearing. I'm going to be, I'm going to have a good time because she's a professional. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not going to, she's not going to hit yeah, me in the and, feels. And it's a very unique review for me because I really like her. Would I like to drink a beer with her? Yeah. Fuck yes. I'd love to hang out with her. She's probably cool as fuck. I bet she is too. Do I want to listen to all of her albums again? Fuck no. No, I don't don't either. Yeah. I respect it. It's a good time if it comes on on the radio. I'm not turning it, but I'm also not going to have this moment again. I'm sorry. The moment where I'm listening to the story for the 20th time on the way home and she's belting it out, and I'm sitting back and melting. Yeah. I'm just melting. That fucking girl melts me. Yeah. There's oh, other yeah. artists that melt me. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. That no just doubt. fucking tear me apart and take me down to the core of my anatomy and melt me. That's not Joan Jett. Yeah. The Clash had good songs. They didn't melt me. I'm going to run through these real quick. The okay. Arctic Monkeys, what the fuck ever. Megan the Stallion. <laughs> yeah. uh, Megan the Stallion is fun. This is kind of a rap version of Joan Jett, if I if I could okay. say. Okay. You know, Megan the Stallion is fun and there's talent, but she's not speaking to me. Yeah. Uh, Nickelback, what the fuck ever. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Dire Straits, what the fuck ever. <laughs> yeah. Queen. Uh, Queen never. I'll be honest. Queen didn't exactly give me chills. Okay. Queen, I just have a deep respect for because. And that the talent. Might, that might be the equivalent to the Joan Jett. You know, the, the respect talent, yeah. is there. You know. Beastie Boys gave me chills. Oh, shit. I still <laughs> go looking for that shit. I watch the. If uh, I'm mowing grass yeah. and I can't. Th- it's uh, Beastie Boys. You think, oh, shit. I wonder what Barker's listening to right now. Probably the Beastie, Beastie Boys. Boys. I was just listening to the Kimmel <sighs> performance of them and the Roots doing what you want oh, again today. Oh, my God. Again today. What an impact they had on us. Absolute impact. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. Yeah, I won't go too deep. I mean, this is is just, this is uh, respect where respect is due, so to speak. But as far as like the all times, you know, she's not quite there with Petty. 
Pet- Petty had a couple moments where I just sat back and I was like, this is magic. Mm. Uh, I go back and I revisit Tom Petty's music. Yes. I do right now. Yes. I Me do. too. Yeah. Yeah. I listened to that second album. I can't remember what it's called. What's that? What's the song? What's What's the song I'm trying to think of on Petty? Uh, fuck. What? Refugee. No, before that. Mm-hmm. You're gonna hear me. You're gonna hear me typing. It's on the second album, and it still, it still really hits me. Bear with me. I know no one likes. Oh, that's silence. okay. That's okay. And uh, speaking of Tom Petty, I'll, I'll do a little bit of filler here. I need to know. Tom, I need to know. Is I still need a song? to know what a fucking jam. I wish Joan Jett would have covered this. Yeah. Yet. I wish I could go back. If I get in a fucking time machine right now, I'd go back and I say, Joan Jett. I know this fucking song just came out last week, but you need to fucking cover this song right now. Speaking of Tom Petty, I go back. Mike Campbell. Tom Petty's guitar player. Yeah. I go back. That motherfucker. <laughs> I love that motherfucker. I do too. To listen to him talk and tell the yep. fucking stories. Oh my God. Tom Petty just knew what the fuck was going on. He I'm did. hiring you, Mark Campbell. You're going with me. You're coming with me. Get in a fucking band. It's good shit. It's just yeah. like Mick Jagger saying, Keith, get in. Yeah. You got you you got you got a couple guys that make that make Make the band. Fucking Joan Jett needed a Mike Campbell. She needed someone. She needed a fucking Keith Richards. Yeah. yeah. Not the Blackheart. She needed a fucking number two. She needed a vice president. Oh, she did. I wonder how that would have changed. It might have it might have made all the difference in the world, but it might not have. Maybe maybe Joan Jett doesn't really know how to portray true feelings on the music. Maybe it's just talent. Yeah, maybe. I'm thinking it's just talent. I think so. I agree with that. But on this album... This beer tastes like fucking pizza crust. Pizza crust! (laughs) (laughs) Zombie dust tastes like pizza crust. (laughs) Uh, Androgynous, uh, fourth track off Naked Slash Center. Good message. Uh, I'm I'm not going to lie to you. I'm I'm very pro-choice. I'm very... Uh, you know, Pride Month, I'm all about it. Let, right. let people be fucking happy. That's what I'm let all about. Let people be who they want to be. Let people be who they want to be and let them be happy. Quit staying in their fucking way. Androgynous, good message. Song's a little boring. Science fiction, it's solid, but this album is uh, it's hitting different. Right in the middle, it's okay. Turn it around, it's okay. Everyone knows, it's okay. Baby Blue, no. Kiss on the Lips, weird one. It sounded like garbage or prodigy to me or stabbing westward. <laughs> okay. Stabbing westward, a band no one ever thinks about. It sounded kind of like that shit. Water sign, <laughs> one of her best slow jams. Did Prodigy do Firestarter? I'm a Firestarter. <laughs> he had the You're bar- a Firestarter. <laughs> he had the hair horns. That guy. I know he's Did dead. Did he die? Yeah, he's dead. What'd he die of? Fuck Tartary. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I don't know. It's hard to I, tell. I feel bad. Like yeah. a lot of people really liked him. I didn't understand that shit. <laughs> I did not get it. Yeah. I didn't understand Prodigy oh at all. I, I thought either. Firestarter was fucking stupid. Are smack, they like German or Russian? Bitch up. I think like UK. UK. It was like okay. sex. It was like they wanted to be the Sex Pistols with Electronica, That's basically. A, yeah. No thanks. Yeah. Uh, Kiss on the lips. A weird one. Garbage. Prodigy. Whatever. What I said. Water sign. One of her best slow jams. Tube talking. Punk Jam, I love you, Joan. Uh, Season of the Witch, it's just okay. Bad Time is just okay. Can't Live Without You is just okay. Five, track 16 called Five is Solid. I thought this album, Naked Slash Center, was a little 
little bit of a hidden gem. I enjoyed most of it. Like when I say it's okay on most of them, it means I was okay with most of the albums. So her nineties transition to me was okay. And I'll throw out some shit and then I'll let you run with it. No, you go center. Uh, there was a few songs that weren't originals here. Uh, ACDC was a song is fun. Uh, yeah. Change the world was punkish, and I was like, "Man, I really like June." I'm not feeling it in my heart, but I really like June. Hundred feet away, eh? You know, Naked and Center were okay. We've got one album to go, by the way. Naked and Center, I thought was solid. It was kind of what I enjoyed the most thus far out of her discography. It wasn't just a hit single; it was more a track listing of songs that I was okay with. That's what disappointed me a little bit. I was. Her best work to me was okay top to bottom. And that's when you know you haven't found your shit. You've just found something you respect when it's okay from top to bottom. And then you've got those classic rock jams from the past. Yeah, at this point, I'm actually, I, I, it's not that I can't go on anymore. I'm just done. It gets, it, just, I mean, it does get a little harder. There's just nothing else for me. I didn't mind it, though. Like yeah. a lot of our past episodes, the longer shit went on, the mm-hmm. harder it got. Mm-hmm. This at least kind of... Uh, dire Straits. Dire Straits, yes. This kind of stayed on an even playing field. I didn't feel like she got worse. I just wasn't sure how much better she got. Yeah. It was kind of like, this may be the most even killed discography I've ever heard. Okay. Like, there was nothing that just totally pissed me off. Yeah, yeah. But there was nothing that got me going either. Yeah. It was very... The talent made it all solid. Yeah, that makes sense. I agree But it that. was not anything to be obsessed with. Nothing monumental. I can't even fucking no. talk. I'm fucking you don't need drunk. to. We don't have to. <laughs> Fuck you, people. We'll do what we want. We'll make up our own motherfucking words. We'll make words. up our own words. Zombie dust, pizza crust. Zombie dust, pizza crust. June Jettable is what this discography was. <laughs> June Jettable. It was June Jettable. <laughs> June fucking Jettable. I love her. I love her, too. Yeah. I think she's hot, and I wish she swung my way. I like to hug her. like to hug her I'd hard. hug her. I'd hug her. I like to hug her and, yeah, and not her, let her pull out. Her, her leather. <laughs> uh, Wish you were here, James. I, her her leather would just squeak as I hugged her. You know. Yeah. Her, yeah. I just love her. I love her too. <laughs> yeah. We've got another album. It was called Unvarnished. It was Did, her most recent release. It didn't was do anything for a me. while ago. Uh, fun fact, Any Weather, the opening track on this album, Dave Grohl co-wrote it. No shit. No shit. Aww. But that motherfucker does everything. Yeah. Queens of the Stone Age on Songs for the Deaf, he drummed the whole album. Oh, no shit, I man. mean, just Dave Grohl does it all. He goes to death metal, Dave Grohl. And I'll tell you what, when, I was, when, I, was, when I was thinking of uh, what trying not to say anything... Negative about Joan Jett, I said, I thought to myself, what would Dave Grohl do? How would he say him? How would uh, Dave Grohl wouldn't say anything bad about Joan Jett? Dave Grohl would say, she fucking no. rocks, man. And I'm and like, she does. and I agree. I agree. Yeah. So I, I agree, thought, Dave. It's fine. She does. She rocks. Yeah. She's good. Yeah. She's not great. Yeah. She belongs in there. And I hate to say this and don't think of me terribly, 
She belongs in that Rock and Roll Hall of Fame spot, and she belongs in rock history yeah. because she was one of the first females to nail this shit. She's a link in the chain. And by nail it, I mean rock. Maybe yeah. not emotional, maybe yeah. not legendary, but she nailed the rock sound. When you think of females of rock, Courtney Love, Brody yeah. Daly of the Distillers. Ooh, she's hot. Um, so many females of rock. That that one chick that was on that show, The Hills, that graduated to some rock band. That pretty little. I don't fucking remember what. There's some. Just lie. I'll agree with I you. I can't remember her fucking yeah. name. There's so many women of rock. If you weren't a Joan Jett fan, then you're not a woman of rock. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. To me. Yeah. You know, she was the trailblazer on women infiltrating a man's world in the 60s, well, 70s. She penetrated. With rock. She penetrated hard. <laughs> she sat on your face. <laughs> she belongs there. You know, she she is a trendsetter. Yeah. But what she did was she came out and she did this shit so you could make it better. Yeah. She came out and did this so you could make it better. Yeah. I agree. You have to respect her for it. Unvarnished, TMI, track two, reminds me of Green Day. Soulmates to Strangers, it was okay. Make It Back, Ramones-ish. Ramones, mm -hmm. yeah. Hard to Grow Up, eh. <clears throat> Fragile, Excuse track me. six, solid. <laughs> <laughs> solid jam, solid riff. Gets heavier as you go along. Fun song, cool cellos on the back half. Reality Mentality, track seven. Good riff, solid song. Bad as we can be, 70s punk riff and a solid song. Track nine, different, was okay. And track 10, everybody needs a hero, was okay-ish. I thought this was a very good closing album. I hope she does not do another. Yeah. Because I think she cemented her place in rock history by being one of the baddest females to ever strum a guitar and mm -hmm. sing into a mic. Mm -hmm. She's awesome. She's not Stevie Nicks awesome. She's awesome Ooh. in a different way. Oh, yeah. But she's awesome. So yeah. I give her this. She's awesome. Did she did she make music specifically for this guy right here or that guy right there? I don't think so. I don't think so either, yeah. But I respect the fuck out of her, and I we wouldn't too. have a lot of great female-driven rock like L7 and Bikini Kill and Distillers and Hole and all that shit where yeah. even though you may not love them, there's shit that you do like. We wouldn't have it without Joan Jett. I agree with that. I agree with that. So I do appreciate her as a trailblazer. Yeah. Not quite for me. I won't revisit that often, right. but I appreciate the trailblazing and the dirty, sexy lyrics in the 90s of June Jet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's very June Jettable. June Jettable. Yeah. Zom yep. Zombie dust, pizza I'm, crust. I'm glad, <laughs> I'm glad that we uh, reviewed Joan Jett. I am too, and, yeah. and I'm glad that it got us on a little bit more of a female path and we started talking Brandy Carlisle, and you don't have to wait till Monday to know that we're going to talk about Brandy Carlisle right. and my friend Sandy and Hillary, who are a wonderful married couple that live in Wellston, Ohio, are massive Brandy Carlisle fans, and I hope they listen because the love is going to pour out Spoiler alert. Oh, I'm excited. I have about not this. heard anything like this girl in <sighs> a long time. I had no idea who she was until you threw some of her tracks my way. And oh my God. This fucking girl almost <sighs> makes me cry. In oh the my car. God. And I, it's not that sappy. It's not like it's sappy shit. Her voice is fucking power. 
That it's power. And she's lived a hard life because like Joan Jett, she is also, you know, married to a woman. Yeah. And that whether you like it or not is not easy in twenty twenty one. Sure. Wasn't easy in twenty eleven. Sure. Sure as fuck wasn't easy before then. And the pain in her fucking heart and the way she oh. sings and the power she brings, this shit is real. Next, the next episode is going to be about as real as it gets. It's going to be good. I have a good feeling about it. And with her, what little bit I've heard, man, she fucking just numbs my mind. And that's what the fuck I want. This could be what we're going to call in this podcast for its entirety, whether that, you know, I don't know how long we're going to do this. It could be years. It could, it, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But this Brandy Carlisle is the closest thing, I think. We haven't listened to it all, mm-hmm. but this could be the next Beastie Boys moment. That's going, three words that are going to be relevant on this show. Beastie Boys moment. It's going to be pivotal. It's going to be pivotal. Mm-hmm. Pivotal. It, this is going to be some major shit for us. I We're think. going deep. We're going real deep. Yep. This is... I, I will tell you now, I've listened to the first album, and I'm more fucking impressed than I've been in a long time. Good. And I don't know how it's going to go the rest of the way, but I don't think it's going to trail off. I think it's going to stay strong. Yeah. I think Brandy Carlisle is going to kick my fucking ass. <laughs> I think so, too. Might as well. I'm that excited. voice. That voice. I There's something with that voice I didn't hear from Joan Jett. Yeah. And, and it kind of corrupted the end of this experience for me because I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Joan Jett rocks ass, yeah. but Brandy Carlisle's real as fuck. Yeah, I think so, too. I agree with that. Real as fuck. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty pumped. Yeah. I'm pretty pumped for the next for the next oh, week, too. too, of Topic Request Live me when we too. can just forget all the fucking deep shit and just oh, be yeah. like, oh, you want to talk about pussy lips, eh? <laughs> hmm, let me tell you what I think about pussy lips, eh? <laughs> It'll be some crazy shit. What's your favorite ice cream flavor? Hmm, pussy lip lips, eh? <laughs> <sighs> It'll be good, though. It'll be good. Joan Jett was fine. Yeah. We were on a bit of a streak uh, where music wasn't... God, what did we do before this? We we were on a bad roll. The Clash we and Dire Straits, and they're, they're just... Yeah. Joan Jett at least upped the game a little. Yeah, I think so. Not a ton. Just yeah. a little. Yeah. I Want to Be Your Dog was a nice touch. Yeah, it was uh, one step up on the bell curve. It was. was. Yeah, and I think we're heading the direction where we're taking another step up, I think. Oh, I think it's a massive step up. It's like jumping from the valley to the mountain on this next one. Yep, I think so too. I hope to God I'm not over-talking it. I hope to God we don't get to like (laughs) album three or four on Carlisle and be like, well, fuck. She's doing Chuck Berry shit. (laughs) (laughs) Johnny B. Good cover. Seriously, Brandy? Yeah. But that's what this is about. That's what it's about. Learning. Learning. Yeah. And you'll learn with us. And have have a good time with us as we drink all our our yingling black and tans. (laughs) On that note, I've got to piss harder than Joan Jett on a rock stage. We'll see you guys on the next episode of Stuck in My Generation. Next week, Brandy Carlisle. Seriously. If you uh, if you're not too cool and uh, what's macho to listen to to something powerful like Brandy Carlisle, join us because you won't regret it. If you actually appreciate powerful music, we'll see you in two weeks. See ya.
Thank you for listening to Stuck in My Generation. Again, if you want to suggest bands for us to listen to, send it over to stuckinmygeneration at gmail.com. 